0: there is bad news good news all at once we will look at the cycles because as you know we want to position ourselves to be at the beginning of the right s curve and when we see that we are at towards the end of an s curve we want to take profits and exit that curve so let's find out which curves are going on right now And as always, we want to improve your revenue system, saving system, and investment systems. So this is how you take the right decisions. Many of you have said, yes, Simon, but it's too advanced. I cannot do it on my own. Do you have a sprint coach to do that with me? Yes, we have. Strategysprints.com. Click, schedule a call with us. We are happy to help if you need more hand-holding. But for the advanced ones, here is where... We share the journey with you of understanding, researching and finding patterns in something that is uh, absolutely not knowable, but it is understandable if we look at it in the wave cycle um, approach and if we use uh, numeric quantitative, psychological, biological models that help us understand what is going on here on the human level, on a technical level, on an economic level, on a macroeconomic level. This is why today we start with macroeconomy and then I tell you what I have sold today and why we go through how you can protect yourself uh, against the risks that are here. We have a ton of risks right now, this week, and uh, also what I have been buying this week because there are also a lot of opportunities. This is one wave ending means always one wave starting. All right, and multiple waves at the same time, of course. So, all right, let's start with the good news. Uh, If you're following following this channel, you have probably invested with us in Matic a couple months ago, and again, a couple weeks ago. And if this is the case, congrats to you, uh, you deserve popping a bottle of champagne because Matic was, as we expected, a very, very undervalued, very solid layer one play, and it has turned out to be so. Is it time to sell? Depends on your exit system. Uh, my exit system says sell anytime you double, so I will sell a portion of that. I DCA out which means, you know how you can DCA in, dollar cost average in, by going slightly in, in, a, in, um, in an ongoing uh, way. I will take profits in an ongoing way out of Matic, but I plan to keeping most of my Matic because this is not the end. We are in the middle of the journey here. Now, some bad news. If we look at the macro economic situation here Uh, first of all how we do macro we look at the VIX and at the Dixie what is the VIX what is the Dixie the VIX is the volatility index and if you look at just the numbers the biggest sell-off we had this year was in March and the VIXI. Uh, how I call him but it's it's the volatility index the volatility index in March was has spiked and that was the signal for many um, traders to sell off risky assets so they did and when you start that then you have this psychology and mass psychology and behavior spreading oh they're selling I sell and when more people sell then sometimes You have a spiral down. That's why we look at the VIX. And the VIX is going towards the 30, which is not a good sign. So this might spread fear in the markets. And when people are fearful, especially the retail investors, they tend to sell their most risky positions. So um, that's one thing. The second thing to understand macroeconomic backdrop right now Is the Dixie, which is the US dollar currency index. A strong, so what does this measure? This does measure the dollar against other foreign currency, against the euro, the yen, etc. Now, again, March, we are talking risk management here, right? So, what was going on March 23? 2020 which was the last big sell-off the spectacular one the market crash so we were at 101 which is why I am watching like a hawk the US dollar currency index and you should also and watch watch it move I noted myself to be very careful If it goes over 94 and it went over 94 november 8th so we have something here to watch and it's not going down it's going up so if this reaches 97 which is here it's not far away i am concerned for a possible risk of um traders selling off their risky assets and if they sell off then you can have these negative spirals and we don't know are they going to last a couple of weeks or are they creating more effects? Because in a complex adaptive system, and our society is a technological and human uh, and economical complex adaptive system, when you change one part, you don't know what else you are changing because these parts are all interconnected. This is systemic thinking. So if somebody starts selling, then you might have um, effects that we cannot see right now and we cannot calculate but it's risky and that's why i'm sharing this with you and that's why i am protecting my own portfolio so what i did this week and this is not financial advice i'm just telling you what i did i did sell all my nasdaq positions and i need did sell all my s p 500 positions why because i don't know the general market how it will evolve over the next months I just don't know nobody knows so I do not trust that and I need confidence in an asset also they did enough well for me uh, over the last 12 months so the Nasdaq did around 40% growth the S&P did around 25 lately 23% growth it's fine for me I take the profits and I move it to faster horses what are the fastest horses right now? That's jump directly there. Oh, by the way, over the last weeks, I have also sold Tesla, but not for a specific reason. It it doubled. So I bought at 300. I sold at 600. I sold it 1,200 because that's my system. Uh, No emotions. I just follow the checklist. And so I have still some Tesla and I'm positive and I would buy Tesla again if it ever goes down to 850, maybe 900. And um, But for now, uh, Tesla, I'm happy that I sold it, especially because uh, SpaceX is having troubles and now Elon Musk will be dividing his attention more to SpaceX, which means less attention on Tesla and also that, for me, too risky of a thing uh, moving forward because I cannot see how this plays out. Nobody knows. Again, um, very risky, very interdependent, multi-variable situation, I don't touch that. Too risky. Now where do I see more potential and less risk? Because we want to have the risk-adjusted reward asset. So what I do is I look at the waves that are happening right now and where is the money flowing to. We have two spaces right now where the money is flowing to. Money is flowing from threat finance to D. Finance, So from traditional finance to decentralized finance and the biggest plays in decentralized finance are of course Ethereum and Ethereum is ready to rumble. It's starting the engine. You wouldn't think because today it's down 5% so nobody would say, uh, most people say, oh, it's going down. It's not, it's consolidating. It's starting the engine. For me, Ethereum is the safest uh, DeFi play. And so all my S&P 500 and Nasdaq and Tesla, I have put mainly into Ethereum this week. And um, what else is the DeFi play that I've been playing? Solana, another layer one that is for me uh, the most de-risked high potential. Why do I say that? So Ethereum is de-risked by the network effects. Even if some people say, oh, the gas fees are so high. Yes, that's a problem for the retail investors. It's not a problem for the big institutions. Institutions that send um, 100 million uh, worth, they don't care about paying 200 bucks for the transaction. They're used to it actually, because traditional finance is, is that expensive and more. So for them, it's not a problem. That's why we still have the big institutions, the so-called whales, coming into Ethereum and the network effect is so strong, number of um, uh, validators, nodes, users, developers, strong enough to make it right now a de-risked high growth opportunity. I stay with Ethereum. The second one is Solana, and Solana, especially because all developers, if you look at the number of developers moving to the different layer 1s, Solana is right now the winner. The most developers rely on Solana. And I trust the developers because they know what's working and uh, they commit, they have skin in the game, they commit their time, their career. They, they will not pick the worst asset. And they are moving to Solana uh, for their reasons. Uh, and then I have uh, also conviction because of the retailer reasons. The retailer wants something cheaper and faster and that's Solana. Um, The developers want something that works and that has a future and that's Solana. So Solana is the second one that I've been investing in and also Phantom because I believe in it as a layer one and it has had some dips over the last uh, days and hours that I've been using to buy. One new entry in my top 10 list, which was not there so far, is Loopring. Loopring is also a layer one solution, but with the new technology, the ZK rollup, which will will be needed, uh, it's built on Ethereum and it will be needed. And so you see the continuation of the pattern and of the story and why I invest in it, because if I believe in in Ethereum, it makes sense to go further down. And also the ZK rollup will be a very important rollup now metaverse let's talk metaverse uh loopring and engine are my metaverse play money is still flowing into metaverse and nft i do not touch the nfts themselves even if i get 10 10 uh, telegram ideas per day from from the community Simon look at this look at this i don't even look at it because you have the surface level, which is highly risky. You know, now it's open sea, tomorrow it can be something else. And um, Axie Infinity, to me, it's just a game. So it's too risky. Yes, the money is flowing there, but it's also high risk if the next game comes that, you know, and then everybody moves to Sandbox. Why not? What is, what is hindering people moving from, from Axie Infinity? I mean, the users uh, stop playing Axie Infinity and, and start uh, playing Gala. There's nothing uh, except that they have tokens, but they can swap. They can can sell the tokens. So I don't understand uh, that space enough to go into single NFTs or single games. So I wouldn't touch it. What I do is I look at the picks and shovels. And if you remember, during the gold rush, most of the money was made... With picks and shovels, so if everybody's looking for gold, you don't know who will find gold and who won't. That's high risk, but you know that everybody needs a shovel, needs a pick to find gold. So if you are the one selling the, sh- the shovels, the, the bottle of water, um, so the infrastructure play, then that's a, the best of the best positioning. And as a strategy advisor, and I'm still, you know, the CEO of Strategy Sprint, so I'm a strategy advisor. And um, as a strategy advisor you always look at positioning yourself so the best position for me is now to pick the infrastructure place of the metaverse and today I've been buying uh, engine and loop ring and ethereum because I think there will be no metaverse without these three things and if you look at some of the hottest games and what are the technical infrastructure place you will always find engine there and maybe find more ring in the future so that's my bet, I bet on not on the general markets that's too risky for me I bet on the decentralized finance space and on the metaverse space but in metaverse not the manifestations, not the surface phenomena which can easily be changed and will be changed but on the picks and shovels which at least for the next 12 months uh, will be needed, and it's not so easy to come up with new solutions for that so so fast. Hope that helps. Let me know what you need. Uh, or the next months, I will sell more and buy more, and I will share this here uh, every day with you. So let me know what you need, and keep rolling, everybody. Bye bye.